Here is a wise virgin from among the number of the prudent who went forth with lighted lamp to meet Christ. Alleluia. And let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Today we celebrate the feast of St. Catherine of Siena. Um, she is the patroness of Italy, the patroness of Europe, the patroness of firemen. Um, and uh, uh, one of the, the first two women to be uh, proclaimed doctors of the church for her own spiritual writing. She and St. Teresa of Avila both given that honor in uh, 1970. So uh, we'll say more about Catherine uh, later on. As we begin our celebration, let us just take a moment of quiet reflection. Let's look in our lives for those moments when God has graced us. Give thanks for God's gifts and seek forgiveness for our sins. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Loving God, who, sent, who set St. Catherine of Siena on fire with divine love, in her contemplation of the Lord's passion, and her service of your church. Grant through her intercession that your people participating in the mystery of Christ may ever exult in the revelation of his glory, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, this is the message that we have heard from Jesus Christ and proclaim to you. God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we continue to walk in darkness, we lie and do not act in truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of his son, Jesus, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we are without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we acknowledge our sins, he is faithful and just, and will forgive our sins and cleanse us from every wrongdoing. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. My children, I am writing this to you so that you may not commit sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is expiation for our sins and not for our sins only, but for those of the whole world. The word of the Lord. Responsorial Psalm. Bless the Lord, my soul. Bless the Lord, my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all my being. Bless his holy name. 
Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Bless the Lord, my soul. He pardons all your iniquities. He heals all your ills. He redeems your life from destruction. He crowns you with kindness and compassion. Bless the Lord, my soul. Merciful and gracious is the Lord, slow to anger and abounding in kindness. He will not always chide, nor does he keep his wrath forever. The Lord, my soul. As the Father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. Bless the kindness of the Lord. But the kindness of the Lord is from eternity to eternity toward those who fear him. And his justice toward his children's children among those who keep his covenant. Bless the Lord my soul. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Blessed are you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. You have revealed to little ones the mysteries of the kingdom. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. At that time, Jesus responded, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. For although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the childlike. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves, for my yoke is easy and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. As many of you who uh, are tuned into these masses know, I spent the better part of 20 years uh, working and teaching at Marquette University. And uh, during my time at Marquette, uh, we hired a basketball coach uh, for their renowned men's basketball team, uh, a guy by the name of Brent Williams. Uh, but he went by the name of Buzz, um, a name given to him by his own coaches uh, when he was young uh, because he was so full of energy. He was always buzzing around like a, uh, like a bee. Uh, Buzz was not your, your, your classical uh, basketball coach. Uh, he had not been a great player. He was not one of these tall, lean guys that you could tell used to 
uh, pound the wood up and down the court. Uh, he was on the shorter side, um, a little stocky. Uh, he had a, a, a buzz haircut. And many people thought that's where the name came from, but it didn't. Um, uh, and, and Buzz was uh, very good. He's uh, uh, since gone on to other places. He went to Virginia Tech. He's now the, the head coach at uh, Texas A&M and was uh, named uh, a month ago as the NCAA Coach of the Year for his first year there. So uh, he's gone on to success. But, but when he came to Marquette, he told the story of how he got started in coaching. Um, he was uh, he had started in a junior college and transferred to Oklahoma City University, and uh, there uh, he was not uh, in any way good enough to be a, a member of the basketball team. But he passionately loved basketball, and so he would hang out in the gym, sitting up in the stands uh, while they practiced. And eventually, he worked his way down there, and he got down and. Uh, introduced himself to the coach and kind of volunteered to do anything uh, that they want. And after several, you know, long term of him hanging around, the coach saw this guy's serious about what he's doing. And so he gave him some tasks to do. You can keep stats for him. You can do this. You can do that. Um, and eventually he became uh, the, their, their team's statistician, I guess. And uh, before the games, uh, the, the coach – would call Buzz over uh, when he'd meet the other, the other team's coach, and he'd introduce Buzz, Buzz to this other coach. Um, this is, you know, Coach Jones, so-and-so, and, so, and they, he'd meet the assistants. Um, to him, it was, this was pure joy. Um, and uh, he was a student at the game. He'd watch all this. And uh, eventually, you know, and he would always come to his coach with questions. And, uh, uh, he would, uh, and I think that's what attracted his coach in the beginning was uh, that, that this guy had a, a true curiosity about the game and then how it functioned. And so when Buzz would see something another coach did, he'd want to know, well, why did you do that? And so he would write him a letter. And so he'd write a letter to the coach, and the coaches get a lot of mail. I mean, you've got high school players writing to tell coaches how good they are and they should be recruiting them. You get uh, coach letters from fans, you know, uh, seeking autographs, telling, congratulating them, telling them what a terrible job they're doing, and all this stuff. But Buzz would write letters and he'd ask a serious question. Such and such situation, we saw this, this, and this, and you did that. Can you explain your, your philosophy about that? It's the kind of thing coaches love to respond to. I mean, he's getting at the heart of what this guy's doing. And these coaches would write back to him. And so this, this kind of continued. And he, they'd write back to him, so he'd write back to them with another question. Uh, eventually, he was carrying on a correspondence with hundreds of coaches. He himself had become an assistant coach and worked his way through the ranks at a few uh, different schools and ultimately ended up uh, as an assistant at, at Marquette. And when uh, Marquette's coach left to go to Indiana, uh, they did the search, and Buzz was their choice. He applied for the job. Um, he was carrying on this, this correspondence, which I think he carries on to this day with other coaches, uh, maybe by email today, but he wrote letters, hundreds and hundreds of letters. And we have Captain of Siena today. 
And she's a doctor of the church in large part because she wrote hundreds and hundreds of letters. Um, she, she was born in 1347 uh, in Siena, uh, itself a little republic. Uh, Italy was, didn't exist yet. Italy didn't exist for another 500 years. It was uh, all these Italian city-states. And Siena was one of the more powerful ones, and it had its great rival, uh, Florence, which was not, not too far away from it. Um, uh, but uh, in Siena, her father uh, operated a business. He was uh, operated a dye shop for fabric. And it was a prosperous time for him. And fancy fabrics were being brought in from around the world. He was dyeing these uh, things into beautiful colors. They're being made into wonderful uh, articles of clothing and such. Um, and he earned a good living. And he had to because uh, Catherine and her twin sister were the 23rd and 24th children of that marriage. Um, her sister, uh, Giovanna, died uh, shortly after uh, they were born, but her mother managed to have one more child, another daughter, who she, she named Giovanna in honor of uh, her deceased child. So with uh, 25 kids in the family, he had to earn a good living. Um, she was uh, a bright, attractive girl. Uh, her parents had great hopes of marrying her off to, to someone prosperous, uh, but she would have none of it. Um, she was always devout. Uh, her mother and father gave her the faith, um, but she said later on in life that at the age of six, uh, she had a vision of our Lord. And uh, at various times through her life, after that, she had these visions. Uh, such that uh, as a, a young girl, she promised herself to God, uh, I, will, I commit my life to you and to you, Jesus, because you appeared to me. And uh, when she was 16 and her parents had hoped to arrange a marriage, um, she withstood this, uh, even cutting her hair off uh, to make herself less attractive to the guy. And, Finally, her father just said to his wife, let her alone, just let her choose what she wants. Um, ultimately, what she sought was uh, membership in the third order of the Dominicans. Um, uh, so as a tertiary uh, Dominican, she didn't live in a convent. She, remained, she lived a lay life, but she took on a habit and took on uh, vows of her own that she would live. Um, and, uh, and she did this, uh, quite well. Um, uh, she made use of her father's success in an unusual way. I mean, he ran this, this fabric dyeing business. And so he had clerks and secretaries. Uh, she made them her secretaries and she started uh, dictating letters to them that she sent, sent around the various people. You know, Buzz Williams wrote to head basketball coaches around the country. Uh, she wrote to popes and kings. Um, uh, she carried on a conversation with uh, uh, pope, pope Gregory XI, who was, uh, had the papacy in Avignon, uh, wrote to the king of France, the king of Hungary, um, 
uh, other dignitaries all over the place. Uh, and she did this uh, by dictating these letters to, as she thought of her father's clerks, her scribes. And when they would write back, uh, they would read them back to her. And uh, they recognized something about this young woman writing to them, um, uh, that there was wisdom in the things that she was saying. Um, uh, and uh, it was a difficult time in, in Europe. Um, it was a difficult time in the papacy, that uh, the papacy had been out of Rome for uh, several uh, pontificates at this point, uh, the French king having uh, grabbed the Pope and brought him uh, to France, set up a pa papal palace in Avignon and uh, ran the church from Avignon in, uh, in, in France. Um, uh, Catherine was influential in con uh, convincing Gregory to, to bring the papacy back to the Vatican. Um, because uh, there were others in the church who just considered if the Pope's in Avignon, he's the head of the church in France. He's not the head of uh, the church here or the church there. And so the other uh, people were being put forth as popes. And at one point during her lifetime, they ended up with three popes. Um, and she was influential in convincing two of them to step down and, uh, and, and restore the unity of the pontificate. Um, uh, Gregory XI left Avignon, went to Rome. Uh, when he passed away, Urban VI was elected to succeed him, and she carried on co uh, uh, correspondence with him. Um, what prompted her to do all of this? Well, uh, she saw herself uh, as a bride um, at the age of 20. Uh, she underwent uh, what she referred to later as, as a mystical wedding to Jesus. And so she, the, the advice that she offered them, uh, offered to kings and dukes and uh, to bishops and cardinals and to popes, uh, she wrote on behalf of her husband, uh, Jesus himself. Um, and that's what we have in our, uh, our, our gospel today, the, this priority of, of the role of Jesus uh, in our own faith lives. Uh, Catherine is reputed to have undergone the, the stigmata, the, the, the marking of the, the, the wounds uh, from the passion. Uh, although she, had, uh, she prayed that she would receive this, she prayed that only she could see it. Um, and uh, so uh, to the outside world, uh, her hands and feet looked normal, but she felt that in her, her own body every day. Um, at the age of 30, uh, she had the scribes teach her how to write. Uh, she did all this work before she herself was even literate. Uh, she taught herself to write and uh, took on the, the one great book that she wrote, um, uh, Dialogues with, with, with the Lord, uh, Dialogues with, uh, with, with, with Jesus. Um, uh, which was a spiritual conversation between herself and Jesus uh, and did her own editing on that. Some 382 of her letters still exist. Um, they're considered to be among the founding 
documents of Tuscan literature, and she was revered, uh, has been revered among uh, uh, scholars of, uh, of Italian literature for that to this day. Um, uh, but it's uh, the spiritual wisdom that she communicates in those that uh, brought her the title of Doctor of the Church. And it's for all of this that, uh, that we remember her even today. Let us gather our prayers and bring them before our God. That missionaries may find hearts open to the gospel message, we pray to the Lord. That the world's people may discover in one another cause for great joy, we pray to the Lord. That the good news may bring healing to the sick and liberation to the oppressed, we pray to the Lord. And for all the sick, especially Norm, Father Norm Dixon, Father Pablo, Father Mark, Connor, Peggy, Madeline, Dorothy, Raymond, Zachariah, Lewis, Casey, Stephen, and all those in our parish and community and those suffering from the coronavirus, we pray to the Lord. For all the, those who have passed away, especially for Howard Kelchick, for whom this Mass is offered, and Catherine, we pray to the Lord. For all the prayers that we hold in the silence of our hearts, for all those spoken and unspoken and those in the book of intentions, we pray to the Lord. Others are held silently in our hearts, but all of them offer to you through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. Fruit of the earth, the work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Let's be God's prayer. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Through the vine, the work of human hands, it will become for us our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Wash me, Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, my sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice from your hands for the praise and glory of his name. Accept, O Lord, the saving sacrifice we offer in commemoration of St. Catherine, so that, instructed by her teaching, we may give ever more fervent thanks to you, the one true God. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation at all times to acclaim you, O Lord. But in this time above all, to laud you yet more gloriously. 
when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. He never ceases to offer himself for us, but defends us and never pleads our cause before you. He is the sacrificial victim who dies no more, the lamb once slain who lives forever. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exult in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic host sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. Once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. of faith, save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection, you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. <laughs> bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis our Pope and Stephen our Bishop and all the clergy remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy welcome them into the light of your face have mercy on us all we pray with the blessed Virgin Mary mother of God Joseph her husband your blessed apostles Wenceslaus and your martyrs Catherine of Siena, and all the saints who please you throughout the ages. We may merit to be co-heirs of eternal life, and they praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. The Savior's command informed by divine teaching. Let's pray together the prayer taught to us by Jesus himself. Our, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope in the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. 
For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you said your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Lamb of God, you take, take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, the only who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter unto my room, but only say the word, and my soul shall be. May the body and blood of Christ keep us safe for eternal life. Amen. If we walk in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of his son, Jesus Christ, cleanses us from all sin. Hallelujah. Let us pray. May the heavenly table at which we have been fed, O Lord, confer eternal life upon us. And even as even in this world, it nourished the life of St. Catherine. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, Father. Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. This Mass is ended. Let us go in peace. Thanks be to God.